Good evening. This is the CBS Evening News. Dan Rather reporting. U.S. officials tonight believe the nuclear disaster in the heart of Soviet farmland began Saturday and isn't over yet. Amid widely conflicting casualty reports, a U.S. spy satellite photo today picked up some of the physical damage. Defense Department correspondent David Martin reports tonight that photo showed this, a gaping hole in the reactor building roof, caved-in walls, smoke rising from the reactor building in what is apparently a still out-of-control fire. Much remains unknown. In this unfolding nuclear nightmare of an atomic reactor gone wild near Kiev, this is what we are hearing tonight. A United Press International report so far unconfirmed that more than 2,000 may be dead. Soviet government-controlled television officially puts the number of dead at two. In Sweden, as elsewhere, officials are convinced there was a nuclear reactor core meltdown at Chernobyl. They say radiation may still be spewing into the air. At an airport in Finland, an arriving passenger from Kiev tells of taxis and buses being commandeered. Purpose? Evacuating thousands from the danger zone. The radiation cloud, at last report, is blowing back over Soviet territory before being dispersed worldwide. U.S. government trackers are monitoring radiation levels in all 50 states. First wave expected in this country this weekend in the West. No danger to people in the USA predicted. And the Soviets have appealed to Sweden and West Germany for help. United States offers to give Moscow technical and medical help still go unanswered. That United Press International report of mass death from the atomic reactor disaster comes from a woman in Kiev. She is described by UPI as someone with contacts in Soviet rescue and health circles. The woman said 80 people died immediately. 2,000 more, she told UPI, died on the way to hospitals. One hospital in Kiev, this woman said, and I quote, is packed with people who suffer from radiation sickness, end quote. There is no independent confirmation of any of that. The tightly controlled Soviet government media are telling their own people next to nothing. They admit officially just two deaths. Welcome to the Conspiracy Therapy Podcast with Ryan, Larry, Springheel, Josh, and the Illuma Mommy herself, Miss April. And on today's episode, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the monsters of Chernobyl.
Here we are, kids. Back in the Shoop Kitchen studio, as always. We got our full team ripping and raring and ready to go. It's September. How you guys, you feeling the fall mood? Or are you feeling like, oh boy, thanks to global warming, I'm melting more in mm-hmm. September than I ever have. No, wake me up when September ends. <laughs> I hate this month. I mean, I'm going to be real. I, I did have a PSL today. It was oh. iced. Because I'm not about to drink something hot, mm-hmm. but yeah, I had my first pumpkin spice pumpkin spice latte <laughs> of the season. <laughs> pumpkin spice latte. Ooh. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I want to th- shout out to my brother Bob for doing my fantasy football draft right now. Oh, <laughs> hey, good guy, Bob. That's dedication, folks. Larry shows up for the job. Yep. Good man. Well, we're covering a interesting topic. I kind of want to do an age check because oh <laughs> this happened in 1986. 1986 I would have been four. Okay. Actually, no. I think this actually happened before my birthday, so I would have been three of that year. My parents had just gotten newly minted, divorced. Ah, congratulations. Lovely. I was sitting in the back of a car playing with matchbox cars, probably listening to the final countdown on the radio. Sure. While I drove to a new place, a whole new world. I was like five I was looking out the window, glassy-eyed. Aww. Somewhere out there's a Nintendo for me. <laughs> Josh, how old were you? I was the ripe old age of one. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. In 1986, I was negative two. <laughs> Swimming around your daddy's nutsack. Yep. Doing the backstroke. Not even a fetus yet. Just... Just a living in the universe as a <laughs> that little DNA strand yep. in his balls. L- Lawrence, I was ten. Oh. Mm-hmm. So do you, you remember this when this was on? This happening? In the I, news? I remember seeing it on the news, but not. I mean, once you hear, I think of a different country, you just tune out. I yeah. I have to agree. I mean, even when we did the. Um, Oklahoma City bombing episode, I remember being middle school age, and still, even when that happened, I'm like, Oklahoma, that's a whole other world. <laughs> uh, George Carlin does this great bit about how world tragedies, the closer they are to your home, the more they matter. Mm-hmm. Smart man. Yeah. Very it, smart man. It's very true, though. It is. I mean, especially when you're younger. When you're older and you realize the detrimental effects it can have on you, even mm-hmm. if it happened in, say, I think that a lot of that American has, Russia. I think a lot of that has to do with how we gain, gain information now. Yeah, definitely. Like, you don't, like, wait the next day to read about it in the paper now. You instantaneously find out that Miley Cyrus got a boob job or Kim Kardashian got, like, alien implants you on mean, the side of her head or she whatever. She did get more time with the president today. Really? Yep. Oh, boy. Yeah, I think we got Kanye and... Uh, running for president, maybe. and Oh, God. Well, he's not going to beat my man, The Rock. That's all I got to say. <laughs> so I wanted to mention, I'm glad you mentioned the president, because I think this is a timely episode when we're dealing with the Russians here. And granted, this is a different leadership, but let's kind of give you an insight into the world of the Russians, especially during this time. I think sometimes people forget the past a bit. Like, don't get me wrong. My first instinct when seeing our president standing with the uh, with Putin on the world stage, I kind of got excited because I thought maybe we're going to get somewhere with somebody who's been an ad or not an adversary, been a, kind of an enemy mm-hmm. constantly for 
for a long time. Yeah, there's nothing but, wrong with that. Right. It's yeah, it's nice to smooth things over. On top of that, though, there is a shitty history with these guys. Now, we'll get more into that when we start to cover the disaster and realistically kind of what happened that time. And I've got all the articles to kind of show the way on this one. So, but before we get into that, we definitely need to pull the Thunderbird to the side of the road and get real for a moment. If you were able to be in Chernobyl right now at ground zero, mm-hmm. how scared would you be given that I'm sure most of us kind of know a thing or two about radiation and all the stuff? Well, I don't think you'd have much of a chance to be scared. I think you'd be dying pretty quick. So, uh, I mean, yeah, 10. Okay. Are we talking like t- the today, today or the like? Day say you happened. get to walk around Ground Zero right now, like like even like I guess the best. It's not really like a perfect example, but it's like when I hear about people who do tours of Auschwitz mm-hmm. or some a place that's like super like almost haunting. Yeah. And stop whatnot. taking selfies at Auschwitz right. before you slap you upside your head. Yeah, um, I would like say your parents should have. Right. Um. Maybe a four. I don't know if I would be scared so much as I would be maybe like creeped out. I don't I don't know if like scared is the right word. Well, I would love for people to follow us on Instagram because I plan on posting some pictures. There's some really intense pictures of an old abandoned amusement park <sighs> from that whole area. Mm-hmm. And it just looks like a nightmare you have where like a clown's following you and you're in an amusement park and everything's broken down and gross looking. I mean, it's just like straight out of a horror movie, Larry. Uh, I'm going to go with a 9.9. Okay. With that point one holding out that I gain a superpower of some sort, (laughs) which would just probably be enlarged testicles, man. (laughs) He came for days. Yeah, but but realistically, they just the elephantitis happens and then they get chopped off. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh no, I'm coming blood. <laughs> I thought these were full of cum. Oh boy, I was gonna have a great silly string party and now I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like the elevator from yeah. The Shining. <laughs> I okay, so I will say, I'd say eight. I have a weird thing about places like that, like. Uh, even when my dad took me in middle school to Gettysburg, I had this weird feeling just being there. And, that, and they say that's one of the most haunted places in the world. Like that battlefield is just, it, and you feel it. It's eerie. You know, I mean, every every corner you turn, every step you take in that place, there is some like plaque that explains, oh, this is where General Stupenstein stabbed, you know, Corporal Dorfendorf up his nose and around the corner and then splayed all his innards for his Confederate friends to see. <laughs> There's a, 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 not a website. I saw this thing and it was this woman who built facial reconstruction masks at these. I mean, the, the most of these guys got shot in the face. Oh yeah. And they live. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't pretty. No, it's not. No, that's not a mole. That's like the inside of your jaw mm-hmm. leaking out. <sighs> So, oh, Civil War. Civil War Ghosts, a future episode, by the way. Okay. There's a lot to cover in that, too. And my dearest Marjorie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's, that's going to be the best episode ever. It will. So, 
Yeah. So those that's your scale, but let's are not your yeah your scale. Ryan, what segment are we in? Oh boy. So oh, this is gonna be a long. <laughs> Buckle one. up, folks. Hey man, I've been on beer autopilot for this. We have 120 almost episodes. <laughs> Josh is about to tip over. He's so tired. <laughs> Josh did have like a extra male prostitute type day. Yeah, he had a, he had a couple extra dickens to get in. So we made we made sure he stood out in the rain to smoke to so he could he could get that wake smell up a of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in order to really take us back to the time when this happened, when the dis- meltdown happened, we love our friend Larry to take us back with his time capsule. Now it's time for us to open up the time capsule. Yeah, yes. God damn it. The sounds of 86, baby. <laughs> and we start with music. Indeed we do. I I like this song. This takes me straight to like a Stecades or a <laughs> or like a like I feel like I'm walking through the mall with my mom trying to get a pair of Jordash at JC Penny. <laughs> All I can think of when I hear the song is uh, J Lo singing Taco Flavored Kisses. South Park. Park. Yeah, yeah. I'm DJing a wedding this weekend. Oh yeah, that one's going in. Oh yeah, oh for sure. Ah, All yes. the divorced moms are going to get out on the <laughs> oh, dance yeah. floor. January 30th, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame holds its first induction ceremony. Interesting. June 30th, Madonna releases her True Blue album, which tops the charts in over 28 countries and becomes the best-selling album of 1986. It's pretty good. And on September 27th, a tour bus carrying the heavy metal band Metallica crashes in Sweden, killing their bassist Cliff Burton. Did they fall off a cliff? No. No. No? Okay. They didn't didn't have any burnings either. Okay. Here are some of the albums of 1986. Oh, I'm so excited. Paul Simon, Graceland. Bon Jovi, Slippery When Wet. Oh, yeah. Peter Gabriel, so. That's one of my favorites. The Beastie Boys, Licensed to Ill. Oh, yeah. Wow, I didn't realize that was that. That's with, uh, what's what's the big lead off for that one? Fight for Your Right to Party. Yes. Uh, the new Eminem CD. Is that a homage of that? That record? is a homage of to the that uh, yeah the plane from the license to ill. Yeah. Guys, I, I've not yet sit to sit down to listen to that new Eminem, but I'm excited. So good. The Smiths, the Queen is dead. Uh, the original soundtrack to Top Gun. <laughs> uh, let's see where we are. Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson's Control. Van Halen 5150. Mm, great record. Genesis Invisible Touch. Metallica Master of Puppets. Mm, a phenomenal record. Huey Lewis in the News 4. Mm. Lionel Richie Dancing on the Ceiling. <laughs> Prince with Parade. Oh. Queen, A Kind of Magic. My favorite record, by Okay. Then. Rolling Stones with Dirty Work. Europe, The Final Countdown. Ooh. Depeche Mode with Black Celebration. I love that album. Cindy Lauper, True Colors. Jesus, this is a real formative year. Bruce Hornsby with the range, The Way It Is. That's just, just the way, way it is. is. That's a good song. I don't it care who you are. Run DMC with Raising Hell. R.E.M. with Life's Rich Pageant. David Lee Roth, Eat Him and Smile, which I love. That's a good solo album for him. That's with the I'm Just a Gigolo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Iron Maiden, Somewhere in Time. Oh. Billy Joel, The Bridge. I love that album. Wham, The Final. Oh. 
Ozzy Osbourne, The Ultimate Sin. Eh. Aha with Scoundrel Days. Oh, yeah. And Cameo with Word Up. It's the code. <laughs> word. Word. On to film. Oh, wait. Let's go with births, actually. There's not a lot in 86. It's no. an off year for birthings. <laughs> Alex six, uh, at January 6th, Alex Turner of the Arctic Monkeys. February 21st, Charlotte Church. March 28th, Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. June 13th, DJ Snake. And October 24th, Hotline Bling, Drake. Oh, boy. Nice. Here are some movies. Let's do a quick movie review. But I want to say, I put this in order of gross. So it'll give you a feel of how well these movies actually did as opposed to how much you liked. Okay. Is this okay. highest grossing to lowest or lowest highest? To highest. To gl- highest to lowest. Okay. Mm. Give you a review. Top Gun. Oh, yeah. I dig it. Crocodile Dundee, part two. Oh, God. I miss. Platoon. I, that's a deep cut. That one. Yeah, I, I, I do like that. Saw that one when I was like 11. That really fucked me up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Karate Kid part two. I like all those three. Yes. The original Karate Kid movies. Ah, uh, back to, oh, I'm sorry. Star Trek four, the voyage home. Mm, I'm kind of hit or miss with Star Trek movies. Back to school. Yes. That is great. Aliens. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Pull pull the Thunderbird over. Ryan's about to tell everyone how hot he thinks Sigourney Weaver is. I do. (laughs) Ripley is my jam. I had had a huge crush on her growing up. Well, not to mention, it's. I think it's just the best alien movie in the franchise. It is. Mm-hmm. It's. De- that's always debatable because some people will say the first one was a sci-fi horror masterpiece, but the second one, James Cameron took the throne, and that James made Horner it. soundtrack mm-hmm. too really knocks it out of the park. Yeah, agreed. The Golden Child. Yes. yes. Eddie, Eddie Murphy, right? Ruthless yep. People. Yes, that's a comedic crossover type thing, like a duo. I can't think of the two, but yeah. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, yes. Never I think seen that it. one's of all that you've mentioned, even Top Gun has the most like that re- relatability. Is like my dream to, at that time to mm-hmm. just go and you're ditch school of, and watch a Cubs game. You're kind of the, like, I, I, I can see you in that character, Ferris. Mm-hmm. Down and out in Beverly Hills. Why am I going blank on that? Who's who's the? I don't have that one on this. Usually I do. I feel like that's another Eddie Murphy vehicle that came out. I think it is. Uh, the Color of Money. Tom Cruise, Paul Newman, Billiards movie, great. Yep. Stand by Me. Love it. Oh. Yes. yes, definitely. Legal Eagles. Mm, missed it. Cobra. Love it. Has a really creepy villain. An American Tale. I think I was referencing American Tale earlier, wasn't I? <laughs> yes, you were. Yeah. Police Academy 3 back in training. <laughs> Seeing them all. It should have been called Police Academy 3. We're still doing this shit. Mm. No, <laughs> that was that was 13. But. Peggy Sue got married. I've never seen that, but I feel like I sh- somebody mm-hmm. I know. I think is- I've seen it, yeah. Poltergeist 2, the other yes. side. Yeah. That was the one where he pukes up the tequila worm monster, isn't uh-huh. it? Mm, yeah. Short Circuit? Yes. Pretty Johnny. in pink. Oh, oh God yes. bless you, Mar- um, John Molly Hughes. Ring. God John bless Hughes you, Molly Ringwald. Oh, Molly, yeah. Uh, cranked many a sock out to you. The Fly. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay, that's my the favorite. The Fly. That's my favorite of all of them so far. Okay. I'm a huge fan of that. Yeah, until you hear this one. The Three Amigos. I do love that. <laughs> Little <laughs> Shop of Horrors. Love yes. that movie. The, wow, these are all great. About yeah. Last Night. 
Mm, no. The Money Pit. Yeah, actually didn't do so well critically, but did well, did well in the box office. Yeah, Tom Hanks. Jumping Jack Flash. Never saw it. That Whoopi Goldberg vehicle. Yeah. Oh boy. Hoosiers. Great basketball movie. Soul Man. No idea. Iron Eagle. I've never seen those. No? A Room with a View. James Mm -mm. Bond. Friday the 13th Part VI. Yes. Six. Mm -hmm. Do you guys remember what six is? Is that the one with the the psychic? That's the one. It's it's the second trilogy, so that would be about the... uh, What's his name? Uh, Why am I blanking? Oh, the Corey Feldman character? Yes. Yep. I think it starts with him dying, though. Okay, no spoilers, but... Mm -hmm. For a twenty-year-old spoilers, <laughs> spoilers. Jason and all of them die. Now I haven't seen this since I was a kid, and I'm afraid to go back because it'll probably ruin it for me. Howard the Duck. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, I love that movie so much. It's a bad, good movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shut your horror mouth. It's a fantastic film. <laughs> think, think Troll Two, folks. Yeah. Psych- duck, duck boobs. Just saying. Psycho Three. No. I Critters. Yes. Decent. Now, look how far we are on this list. Now, Labyrinth. Oh, mm. really? Yeah. No. April refuses to watch it. No, no, no. I will not watch Labyrinth ever for any reason. No. The the puppets scare you? Puppets creep me out. Ooh, that's a puppet. No, I know. It's super puppet heavy. I've seen clips from it. No, no, no. Yeah. You you sure there's like a scene where all the puppets have sex? No, no, no. Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, wow. Wow. The Care Bears movie, too. Oh, my God. I have a story to that. <laughs> my mom took me to see it, and I bawled at the end because I didn't want it to end. Oh, I just wanted so to hang cute. out with the Care Bears. That is. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Good. Yeah. Great movie. Maximum Overdrive. I saw this when I was about 10 or 11. Thanks to my brother Andy for fucking my head up. <laughs> the true that platoon. The crazy thing about that was that, my dad. <laughs> the crazy thing about that movie is that Stephen King actually directed it, mm-hmm. and it was a cocaine fucking, fueled fucking. Dude, it scared roll. the shit out of me when that kid gets run over by a steamroller. Oh yeah, uh, we made you, god damn it! This one surprisingly low on the how much money made it, but come on, nine and a half weeks. Ooh, I fapped to that one. That's Kim Basinger, and you'll probably Rook. fap to this one too, My Little Pony. Oh. <laughs> Man, if we do have any brony listeners, many a soiled peace be socks. with you <laughs> and your purple and pants. And <laughs> Transformers, the cartoon movie, Ooh, which I begged cool. my older brother to take me. We went. I loved it. I bought the soundtrack, or actually got me the soundtrack for Christmas. Nice, great soundtrack. Yeah. Did you cry at <laughs> the part? I'm sure I did. Okay, yeah. Optimus, no, you're HIV positive. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Transformers, the movie Philadelphia. <laughs> Births, <laughs> January 24th. You shouldn't have slept with Megatron. Misha Barton. February. Oh, uh, the the uh, o- OC girl. February 1st, Lauren Conrad. Also from The Hills. March 16th, Alexandra Daddario. Oh, yeah. Who's that? She's in uh, True, De- True, True Detective or True Crime. Or, That's the uh, booby girl. That's the booby girl. Oh, yeah. She worked very hard to get that title. March 21st. Scott booby girl. Scott Eastwood. <laughs> April 3rd, Amanda Bynes. April 22nd, Amber Heard. Never heard of her. Married May- to Johnny Depp. Went May- through a shitty divorce. May 13th, Robert Pattinson. Eh. He sucks. You don't f- blow. Really? He sucks blow. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, Twilight. as an actor, he's 
pretty darn good. No, he was really he was, good in Waterfowl Events. That did, movie is excellent. He was good in Harry Potter. Did you mm-hmm. see him Set in a recent movie called... Oops, I forgot the name. <laughs> that sounds wrong. I did. Water for Elephants? <laughs> no, there's a recent one. It's called like Good Sun or Good Good Times. I think it's called Good Times. Oh. It was re- it's fucking it's yeah. awesome. And I think it's on Netflix. So now we're getting into some good births here. May 16th, Megan Fox. <sighs> June 11th, Shia LaBeouf. Oh, I love oh, him. I didn't this blows that- my mind. Okay, you got Shia LaBeouf. June 13th, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. They're the same age. Well, yeah, they're twins. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> I met Shia LaBeouf and... Oh, like, you, Mary you walked into that one. You wouldn't think so with the people, the men they date. Right. July 2nd, Lindsay Lohan. Oh, boy. Lindsay Lohan. That was a, it was a good year for, like, crazy child actors. It was. Yeah. Okay. August, child actors gone nuts. August 28th, Army Hammer. I just like the name. Yeah. He is amazing in uh, Call Me By Your Name. One of my last favorite films movie of the I've year. seen. It's a great movie. Of the year, yeah. Incredible love story. See it. September 12th, Emmy Rossum. No, I that. On the television, then. Oh, she's the girl that played... She's in Shameless. And she played... Um, she's, I think. She's gorgeous. Right out the box here with TV. I love this. February 11th, Culture Club's main singer, Boy George, appears on an episode... Of the A Team. <laughs> oh, As boy. what? <laughs> I'm the Probably armorer. himself. I don't know. <laughs> I'm Mr. tough guy number two. Mr. T, you need your Uzis? <laughs> <laughs> Master T. <laughs> April 21st, Geraldo Rivera hosts a live two hour syndicated special, The Mystery of Al Capone's Vault. Oh, I, I watched it as a kid. My dad was like, we, this is, we are watching this. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, we are. And then he came up with nothing. Yeah. I just can't look at Geraldo Rivera without hearing the tape recordings of him talking to his woman. That was just too weird. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because wasn't he busted for sexual assault? or Something like, like that. Yeah. He's also like 75 now, but yeah. looks like a 45-year-old man. May 10th, Tommy Lee of Motley Crue and his penis, Mary Heather Locklear. Oh, damn. I didn't realize he was that old. Yeah. May 16th, Bobby Ewing is revealed to be alive. And showering in his ex-wife's Pam's bathroom in the final se- season finale of Dallas in the September 26th season premiere, it is shown that the entire season of 1986 was a dream of hers. Ugh. May 22nd, Cher calls David Letterman an asshole during a taping of the late night show. Mm-hmm. September 1st, for one week, CBS Evening News anchorman Dan Rather attempts to initiate the use of the word courage as a slogan. The attempt fails. Courage. September 8th, <laughs> Oprah Winfrey's Chicago-based talk show goes national. Ooh. <laughs> October 9th, the Fox Broadcasting no- Company launches. Wow. Yes. And on November 8th, Dana Carvey, Phil Hartman, and Kevin Nealon join Saturday Night oh, Live. That's the best era. Mm-hmm. So here are some shows that, this is crazy to me, shows that premiered in 86. The Red Fox Show. Okay. The Hogan Family. Matlock. (laughs) So when you think, when you make fun of old people for liking Matlock, up next is Perfect Strangers. They debuted the same year. (laughs) The Gary Shandling Show. The Ghostbusters cartoon. I watched that. Great. Pee Wee Herman's Playhouse. I love that. Mm -hmm. Legendary. Yes, that's right. Matlock and Pee Wee Herman's Playhouse are the same age. 
The I'm new not. adventures of Johnny you, Quest. You, you sound a bit defensive there. <laughs> no, I'm just, I always use Matlock as a way to make fun of Aaron's viewing. God bless her, but. Look, I know your AARP card came in late, but. Uh, just because I get catalogs with, with bars that go in your shower doesn't mean. <laughs> this little show called L.A. Law. Okay. Designing Women. Delta Burke. Double Dare. Wow. That's coming back, isn't it? It is back. With Mark Summers? No. Yeah. He's, oh, he did. He is alive. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't die in a... I'm thinking of the uh, host of Remote Control. Oh, okay. That okay. guy's passed away. And the late night show with Joan Rivers. Aww. It'd be fun to see some tapes of yeah. that. Yeah. Tapes. In the news, Space Shuttle Challenger explodes. <laughs> Haley's Comet. Mm. Hands Across America. Wow. Uh, Didn't they have a song for that? Mm-hmm. They did. We got our hands, <laughs> and they're across America. Phantom of the Opera debuts in London's West End. I think it's going to be a big show. Mirror Space Station. Okay. IBM unveils the PC convertible, which is the first laptop. Yeah. Internet yeah. mail access protocol defined for email transfer is invented. That's a big deal. And, of course... The nicotine patch. <laughs> Didn't work for me. Ah, yes. <laughs> sports gotta have, fans. There's got to be some good sports. Super Bowl XX. The Chicago Chicago Bears went 46 to 10 over the New England Patriots, bringing us the Super Bowl shuffle wrap. <laughs> oh, God, that was so bad. It is. October 27th World Series. The New York Mets win four games to three over the Boston Red Sox and is remembered because uh, first baseman Bill Buckner Boots a what would have been the game's final play with a ground ball that would have clinched it for the Red Sox. Oh, and then the Mets won in Game Seven to take the series. And Bill Buckner, one of the one of the great players, is always remembered as this oof, this oaf who couldn't play it, make a simple play at first when he was actually way better than that. NBA Finals: Boston Celtics four games two over the Houston Rockets. And on November twenty second, Mike Tyson knocks out Trevor Burbick in round two to become the world's youngest heavyweight boxer of all time at the age of twenty. Yowza. Wow. And that's your time capsule, folks. I love Christina Aguilera. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember, guys, remember when Kelly, uh, Kelly Osborne covered that song, Papa Don't Preach? No, I, it's horrible. I did I, not know she I'm, did that. Yeah, I made Josh listen to it a while ago. It's bad. It's, it's real bad. <laughs> That's that's just unfortunate, folks. I, thanks for reminding me that Kelly Osborne attempted a music career. Yeah, you're uh, welcome. I would rather here for. lick all the bathrooms in Grand Central Station with my tongue than listen to that song again. As opposed what to else lick would it you with lick your... it with? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Shame. So there's enough of you out there, I'm sure, that's tuned into the episode to get down with the facts and what this whole story is. You're already in the time. You know you're in the mall. You know you're eating some uh, what, what, what nachos, hot dog on a stick. I'm thinking Ooh, the 80s pretzels, whatever Ooh, deal yeah. a meal allows you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is your coupon for dish? So there's this article by MysteriousUniverse.org. I've used Mysterious Universe before in the past, and they're great. By Brent Swanser, who wrote this article actually fairly recently uh, for some of these that I've covered. This has been February 28, 2018, where he talks about conspiracies, mysteries, and monsters of Chernobyl. Now, 
we haven't talked about a cryptid and we had actually mentioned to each other off air that we would want, we had wanted to, to do a cryptid episode. And this kind of falls in a weird in between spot. Now, yes, before I get into it too much, for sure, we know there are creatures that have mutated because of this radiation. We're talking like 20 times that of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. I mean, like insane radiation. And with Hiroshima, they know that the the people went through insane radioactive kind of malformations, birth defects. I mean, when those when an actual atomic bomb goes off, it burns the shadows into the ground. It is supposedly more intense, brighter than the brighter than the sun even. Now, when one of the worst nuclear plant disasters ever recorded in history occurred in Ivankiv rayon of northern Kiev Oblast, Ukraine, in the Buckle city up, folks. of Pripyat. Pripyat. <laughs> Pripyat. I actually looked to make sure. Croutons. So, in what <laughs> was at the time the Ukrainian Soviet Socialist Republic of the Soviet Union near the border with Belarus. Now, it was where here where on 26 April 1986, so yes, it was definitely three, a catastrophic nuclear accident occurred at the Chernobyl nuclear power plant, which would claim the lives of 31 people plus many, many, many more in later years. This would also send radioactive material spewing all over the Western USSR and uh, Europe. Uh, it would clear the immediate region of most of its inhabitants, affect nearly 7 million people, and cause environmental and health problems that still echo through and affect the area today. Yet among all the human suffering and trying to piece together what happened, the region has also become ground zero for an array of strange mysteries. And that's what we're here for, because we like strange. We're the Ghostbusters of Michigan. <laughs> Not even. <laughs> no, we're the Ghostbusters of the Shoop Kitchen Studio. Yep. <laughs> Not even. <laughs> that belongs to the cats. <laughs> One of us makes a weird fart and we get scared and run away. Pretty much. That's the four of us. I think the dog's got more bravery than we do. Oh, I don't know about that. Your dog farts and its head would explode. (laughs) I'm just saying. Okay, so there's wild conspiracies to ghost mutant monsters to UFOs, bitches, unidentified flying orbit objects. Sorry. Objects. Wow. Look, I can't get everything right. So as much as with many other disasters, Chernobyl has spawned its fair share of conspiracy theories. First and foremost, this guy talks like me. Have you heard the one about the whole thing was a cover-up for something more ominous? I don't know what you're going to cover up. It's more ominous than a fucking nuclear explosion. Meltdown or whatever, yeah. This is the conclusion of Ukrainian artist and documentary filmmaker Fodor Alexandrovich. Fedor. Fedor. Fodor? F-O-D-O-R would be Fader? Fodder. Fodder? Fooder. I know Fedor, but I don't know about Fodor. Fodor? Hold the door. Fold the door. Fold the door. Hold the door. Hold the door. Hold the door. Oh, God. That episode still makes me chills. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this filmmaker studied the sequence of events in the area. 
Alexandrovich became convinced that the whole incident was orchestrated by nefarious parties for the purpose of drawing attention away from the failure of a Soviet weapons system. Which seems silly. Like, why would you stage something that big? Because even according to the Soviet news, which was a, a, originally was going to be the first clip, but basically the Soviet Soviet news was literally just like on, only two people died. It, they were both janitors. They fell down the stairs. They were they were burned by their frappe, but their injuries are being treated now. <laughs> Do not worry. We have the situation under control. I mean, it was basically they thought... I don't know. They thought the Western side of things was like, holy shit, you guys. They had a nuclear reactor meltdown, and there is shit everywhere. How are we going to take care of this? And meanwhile, like I said, Russia was just like, oh, one guy got a paper cut. Mm. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't look over here, by the way. Please don't look over here. <laughs> Avert your Some eyes guy with an me. arm growing out of his nose and a dick on his butt is just like, <laughs> like isolate that. Both of those. <laughs> ignore, yep. ignore that guy. Dick butt guy just needs to lay down. He'll, he'll be fine. He'll sleep his arm off his nose. <laughs> so if it all orbits around a mysterious radar array situated practically right next door to the Chernobyl reactor, which was known as Duga-3. The array was designed in the 80s to be an early warning system to alert to missiles that had just been launched, and in the process, it emitted a series of mysterious clicks and taps that could be picked up on the radio far and wide and which earned the installation the nickname the Russian Woodpecker. What is that? Why has it got to be Russian? Can it just be a woodpecker? <laughs> is that what that is that what woodpeckers sound like, yep. Larry? Larry on the soundboard, ladies and gentlemen. In Russia, woodpecks you. <laughs> Sorry. That was good. Uh, it's, it's, it's silly, but perfect. So relentless, powerful, and obnoxious was the incessant clicking that it interfered in the field with TV and radio signals and even aircraft communications all over Europe and beyond, 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 beyond. And there were numerous complaints from all over the world. For a while, the meaning behind these sound remained enig enigmatic, starting many conspiracy theories in the process. Alexandrovich came to the conclusion that the array simply didn't work by his assessment because the Aurora Borealis interfered with the signals and mucked everything up. According to him, rather than admit that they had made a costly mistake and wasted billions of dollars on a noisy piece of junk, some of those in the Soviet government who stood to lose the most launched a plan to willingly cause an explosion and reactor meltdown. So basically to draw attention away, which... I don't know if we mentioned that, but during the 9-11 episode when the planes crashed, mm -hmm. there were a lot of gang issues resolved during that time because everybody's attention is focused on one thing. So it's like blood and crypts are like, uh, we cool. <laughs> <laughs> so continuing on now, this is interesting to me, though, to the theory, because I don't necessarily think that. Russia wanted attention at all mm. for the most part. And Boris Yeltsin, even though his, you know, forehead stain was the talk of the town at the time. That was, that was, that was Gorbachev. Or Gorbachev. I'm sorry. Yeah. Boris, is it Boris Gorbachev? No, it's, 
I'm thinking Boris. I'm sorry. I think Boris Yeltsin. I think Mikhail Gorbachev. Yes, Mikhail Gorbachev. Thank you. I would have got an angry tweet. Oh no. What would an I do? Angry with my Russian life? tweet. <laughs> I was thinking of Rocky and Bullwinkle myself, but that's besides the point. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was the mustachioed villain from Rocky and Bullwinkle. Anyway, so Mikhail Gorbachev at the time played it down. And is nothing. Is nothing. Just drink vodka. Yeah. I mean, you know, okay. at the time, that's how you got through the winters. And I think it's still how you get through the in winters. The springs and, and the summers. And sometimes how you get through a nap. So, or have a nap. Have a nap. In Russia, nap attacks you. <laughs> that's going to keep happening. So, boy. Now, rather than admit that they had made a costly mistake and wasted billions of dollars on a noisy piece of junk, some of those in the Soviet government who stood to lose the, the most launched a plan to willingly cause this, like I said... At the Chernobyl plant, in order to distract and drill an investigation into Duga 3, Alexandrovich became so convinced of this far out theory that he made a documentary about it called The Russian Woodpecker. And according to the crew, they were plagued by numerous mysterious mishaps during production, such as the shooting of one of them by a sniper. God. I think, ah, shit. <laughs> it's my first day on the job. <laughs> oh, no. You okay? <laughs> I thought the red slide meant safety on, but it, 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 it fired. Oh, I am under day 30 day review. <laughs> no. Quick, put vodka on it. <laughs> he just starts dumping it down the muzzle. <laughs> oh, your drunk rifle, your bad rifle throws it on the ground, accidentally shoots the other guy. <laughs> oh, no. Again? <laughs> God. It never gets old. So. <laughs> Did some shady figures in the government cause one of the greatest nuclear disasters mankind has ever seen just because they wanted to cover their mistakes? Like many other good conspiracy theories, the answers remain complex and evasive. So even if the government did not dis- directly cause the disaster, it surely did some show some questionable ethics in its wake. In addition to keeping a lid on the disaster for as long as possible during initial investigations and cleanup operations, the Russians formed a group of expendable workers picked from soldiers' ranks that were to be sent into the danger zone. And that's what's sad. I mean, every time, it's always the blue-collar peon guys that get thrown into the mess. Or, well, the leadership more so. But they're, I mean, in their government, it's like, you guys are going to go into this. This is, is a fun cloud. No danger. F- no danger. There's a fucking five-eyed fish with dicks all around its face. Comes flip-flopping out of the, out of the brambles. <laughs> 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 is that the Russian melon? my dicks. It's like my dicks. It's... <laughs> <laughs> They're all just uh, this fish. He says, "Suck his dick." So I suck his dick. We all took dick and sucked. We sucked and sucked. We sucked fish dicks. Okay. Isolate that. It's okay. It's okay. They're gonna get through this horrible disaster. Oh. Sucking fish dicks. So, speaking of which, what's your guys' favorite type of uh, way to eat fish? Is it fish dicks? Sushi. Yes, Ooh. by far. Sushi is mm. by and far like I, I didn't like sushi until my 20s. And then as soon as I had it, I was like, oh, this is mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, I didn't even try it in my 30s. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, fuck, have I done the last 10 years of my I life? <laughs> yeah, it actually makes me feel better. 
So it's one of the mm-hmm. rare foods where after I eat it, I don't I don't feel blasted full nope. and just yeah. like perfect amount. I'm not farting it up. It's true. Yeah. April loves fish sticks. Mm. I prefer uh beer battered fried. Very fish. good. Cause I uh when I was in England had like legit fish and chips from a fishery. And it was it was pretty legit. It was really good. Well, I think there's a reason. I think there's I think there's a reason people <laughs> cite fish and chips so often mm-hmm. in in the UK. Especially. Do you know that in the UK they serve them with mushy peas, which is literally just like baby food peas? Ugh, that's huh. I, I never understood the well, like, I mean, why that's throw a, a little thing. salt on it. I mean, it might not be too well, bad. <laughs> the food in England sucks. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, some of it. James they have, on toast. They have what they the have hell? hot pockets. They have hot pockets mm-hmm. that have baked beans in them. We call it a warmy pastry. <laughs> UK listeners, we love you. <laughs> Send some of those this way. I miss those. Mm. I want some mushy peas. God damn it! <laughs> I need me mushy peas before bed. Okay, so sound kind of Australian. I have been. I just listened to the uh, a documentary on Catherine Knight recently. Oh. It was an Australian like one off cannibal and <laughs> metal. Sweet. It was. It's pretty cool. And also, last podcast did an episode on it. That was kind of why I got into it. So, during initial investigation of cleanup operations, the Russians formed a group of expendable workers, like you said, the peons, the poor unfortunate souls who had to go in and figure this shit out. Oh boy. Now, they're basically doomed souls. They could they could go off to war in Afghanistan for two years or spend just a few minutes working the Chernobyl disaster site and be released. Many, man, many men choose, chose the latter. You get an option. They say, okay, go in there, and uh, we need you to clean out John Wayne Gacy's basement or crawl space, or you can go and spend two years in you know, Fallujah or, or Iraq or whatever. And I get that. Ah, yes. Iraq... Afghanistan, mm. the metropolis of Iraq, Afghanistan. Yeah, so much fun. Uh, all I hear from the soldiers <laughs> is that they're having a blast. Still, <laughs> I just literally, literally a thing, blast. Sort of, uh, this thing is gay. Went on his thirteenth deployment <sighs> and was killed. Fuck this oh. shit. There's so many times in the day where I'm like, corporate greed, politicians, <clears throat> oil interest. Like that video that was just yesterday. The guy that Parkland shooting victim dad who tried to shake the dude. Yes. And he just looked at him and like buttoned his his D- coat. Mean mugged him, buttoned his coat, and turned around and walked away. Yeah. Ugh. Just be nice, people. You know what? If you got one thing to do today, wake up today, go to work, and the one guy that you want to just like curb stomp, mm-hmm. just don't talk to him. Or maybe the walls are purring. <laughs> Is that thunder? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> A little lightning at the end. There was yeah. something happening in here. There's a mysterious universe happening in this room. So, unfortunately for them, for many, this proved to be more of a death sentence than joining the fighting in the Middle East. And the vast majority of them would die of radiation poisoning. So, that's not fun. You chose you chose poorly. And it is not something the Russians have ever really advertised or talked about. And the tale of the liquidators has been mostly swept under the carpet. The Russian government has also been accused of sparking rumors in the wake of the Chernobyl disaster of a mysterious illness that has become called Chernobyl HIV. 
This supposedly unidentified disease is allegedly only passed on from those who have been in close proximity to this disaster zone. It is these people who are claimed to be ground zero for some kind of potential epidemic. The thing is, there's no evidence of whatsoever of such a sickness, and it seems to be part of efforts to close off and isolate the affected areas, to mm-hmm. leave them to economic, economical, economically wither and die from more die more than anything else. Former U.S. Con- sorry, had to uh, snort a little line real quick. Former U.S. Congressman, <laughs> Alabama Secretary of State, and Alabama State Legislature Glenn Browder has said of the conspiracy. The most cruel thing, quote, I heard was the emerging rumor of Chernobyl HIV, a whispered warning against romance and friendship with impacted individuals. This damning gossip about some sort of infectious sickness among victims and survivors in that region is baseless. But fearmongers have been spreading the rumor anyway. Such talk not only hinders social opportunities for individual survivors, it discourages businesses from investigating impact areas of Ukraine, Belarus, and Russia. My dearest Marjorie. I mean, sorry, that's it. <laughs> but why should the Russian government have all the fun? Of course, we have to get to the CIA in here somehow, and there have been conspiracies that have been involved with the Chernobyl tragedy as well. Now, originally, when we talked about doing this episode, Larry brought up vampires. It is, this is a hotbed of creepypastas. Because I saw that too. Mm. But it's mostly, there's a video game called Stalker. And then there's um, a, just a ton of creepypastas. Like, basically, almost every single one of them is they go to visit the site. And then they come across, like, a weird bird or a weird looking individual who like has an extra appendage and then goes and then like everybody runs away and there certainly is a game called stalker i apologize (laughs) pop culture pop (laughs) papa x that off the list Mm -hmm. now there's a documentary called mysteries of the abandoned chernobyl american civil engineer and chernobyl researcher philip grossman explains that through his analysis of the area he believes that the plant was more than just a means to produce power but also a site for nuclear weapons Mm making mention of the Duga-3 radar installation as well. He believes that the site was capable of not only detecting missiles, but also launching them, which is not cool, Russians. What are you doing? Stick to your vodka, okay? We're the smart ones. We know when we need to drop bombs. Hi, Russian listeners. Mm -hmm. If we have any, seriously. Seriously, we are the smart ones. Look at our president that we elected. Yeah, exactly. Shots to you guys. No. You elected. (laughs) thank you russia there'll be an episode about that down the line Mm -hmm. um so now according to grossman the whole area around chernobyl was a military site designed to detect enemy missiles and launch their own all ready to be fully activated in the event of a war he believes that the cia caught wind of this and went about sabotaging the chernobyl plant in order to take out the threat so then this is kind of theorizing the cia did it hmm it is all rather far out and presented in the documentary with its share of dramatic flair and ominous music, which always helps. I mean, when the you put ominous real, music is the best. It always gets me. Even if I'm making fun of something and I throw ominous music underneath it, I still kind of go, mm-hmm, but what if it's true? But the ominous music made my butt clench and I got scared. 
I'm just saying. I mean, ominous music does it. If you threw ominous music underneath any of us talking, it just instantly becomes like so much more dramatic. True story. Just I'm saying. Trying. I'm trying. So stupid ad while I'm trying to pull up ominous music. <laughs> I knew you were doing that, so I was trying to vamp a little bit. But and then, you no, want, you're fine. You no, don't want a target ad. The Predator I, looks pretty good, though. Oh, f- actually, yes. The last Red Band trailer, Predator. I was asked if I was going to see Predator in theater. I laughed. I said yes. I put the bread in the toaster. Put the heating element on seven. Hit the bagel button. Only wanted once I toasted. I sat down in the cold seat. I looked forward. I felt myself sink slowly into my chair. And when I looked to the left, no paper. I'd taken my shirt off for nothing. <laughs> Realized I left the toast in the toaster. It too long. It burned. It burned. Smoke rises from it like the ashes of the Chernobyl in the ashes. <laughs> Smoke rose from his diaper. Oh yeah! After eleven pancakes. Oh, true story. Yeah, that was good. Okay, so in addition to human monsters linked to the Chernobyl disaster, are the more literal ones? Are there more li- the more literal ones? And they're have been many reports of mutated creatures and abominations said to prowl these irradiated wastelands. Irradiated? Irradiated. Irradiated. Saw that extra eye. (laughs) 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 And the murder of the English language continues. So, it makes sense that such rumors should arise as the public tends to equate high levels of radiation with bizarre mutations, and this is the bread and butter of many a science fiction tale. Like I said, lots of creepypastas out there about mutations. That stuff creeps you out, which I, I mean, it's kind of gross. It reminds me of like those pre-CG movies like Total Recall, The Fly, anything like that. Hey, uh, why don't you make some noise? Maybe you get your beer? Oh, there you go. <laughs> we need a bartender for every episode. Yep. Not you, sir. You're brilliant. Okay, so. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Oh, baby. Should we move that phone? Uh, towel behind Guys, me. this is a magic moment. This is an accident. Usually, I spill beer everywhere, but Larry spilled a little. I concentrated Actually, in one area. No, he was very good. Well, uh, if it was me, it would have shot all over everybody's chest. Yep. <laughs> Isolate, Isolate that. that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ever since the disaster, there's I was been spraying her in the mouth. Okay. <laughs> Well, good job, Josh. Yeah. Ever since the disaster, there have been no sporadic more reports of outsized wildlife roving about these badlands, as well as monster fish cruising through the depths of the lakes and rivers here. Monster fish. Monster fish. Fish sticks. Notable are the various reports of massive fish allegedly caught here, which are said to be far beyond the normal sight. That dolphin's got five dicks. <laughs> the phenomenon was most famously brought to public attention when Jeremy Wade, star of the popular American art, American American show, Animal Planet TV show, River Monsters, traveled there to fish its waters. Trouser Monsters, which was a, which seems like a great episode, actually, fishing in. Chernobyl. Mm. Oh, sounds great. Which I mean, dick would, would you would catch a hook it. on? What? 
the middle one. The middle dick. The, 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 <laughs> the, uncir- have like the seven? uncircumcised European one that'll hook right onto the foreskin. Mm, yep. <laughs> Got it. Oh boy. So he traveled to this place to fish. Wade received special permission to enter the disaster zone and ventured to the Chernobyl area to try his hand at trying to catch one of the monstrous outsized mutated catfish said to prowl the cooling channels of the Chernobyl reactor armed with sophisticated radiation monitor devices. Throughout this episode, though, Jeremy's radiation detecting equipment was goes off the charts numerous times, warning him of dangerous levels of radiation, but he soldiers on catching Various fish that are most definitely not noticeably deformed in any way, although probably saturated with radiation. So, I, t- to me, and uh, I, I watched a couple different documentaries about people that traveled there, mm-hmm. and during the middle, we actually play a clip of a of a uh, scientist who was actually exploring like insects, rodents, different types of animals, and you know they do see a lot of mutations. And oh, I hate that noise! Sounds like one of I, April's farts. I feel <laughs> that's a good insight for the for the listeners. Yeah. The more you know. So <laughs> I feel like, for the most part, though, it's not as bad. Like in my mind, it's just like I just imagine like a Russian version of the X Men running around. <laughs> and then, like, a bunch of globsters floating in the air for some reason. It's okay. Season two, Those shout out to clouds, a Ryan. Episode. Those are clouds. <laughs> clouds. <laughs> Guys, on the way here, I saw a huge globster in the air. And it looked like Kennedy. <laughs> and then one looked like my dick. Man, I've said dick way too much on this episode. Or not enough. Maybe not enough. For our dick. Dick likers. Our dick lovers for our future dick spurts out there. I have to throw it out. So, right. We should have one of the listeners like put it up on the Facebook page and say, Hey, if you can count how many times Ryan says dick in this episode, we'll give you a shiny high five, a shiny, <laughs> a shiny internet high five. Yep. Mm-hmm. A well, dick five. I guess maybe it's okay. Never mind. <laughs> we'll speculate later. An incredibly weird report started to to make the rounds in the 90s and seems to point to some sort of giant mutant spider. No, thank you. I'm out. This tale starts with the discovery of an unidentified man slumped over dead within a bleak, dilapidated tower block. The man was allegedly found sprawled out in an elevator and an examination of the corpse found there were two yellowish blue bruised puncture marks in his neck and that it was rather... Sorry about that. It was... (laughs) Juice, what are you doing in Chernobyl? Ah, I, I was looking to see where the real killer was. Ten years before she was dead. Oh, I love the I love the juice. I I went German on that one. <laughs> I had it earlier. I actually practiced for the Russian accent a little bit in the shower, and then I was like, I'm good, I'm good. I don't even have to work on it. And then I took a nap and I got up and I was like, I don't what did I do? <laughs> never comes out the way you want it to. Uh, Anyway, so it was found that the cause of death had been an extreme amount of blood loss with the body practically sucked dry, yet no sign of blood stains had been found in the vicinity of the body when it had been found. There were also found no no signs of foul play or forced (laughs) entry. Someone had pancakes that morning and they were sucked dry. (laughs) 
Pancake. Pancake? John, you know oh, what I'm God. talking about. The story. Oh, God. Okay, side note. Can I just ask, did you find that sound clip somewhere, or is that you? That is not me, no. That was... That was part of the horror of listening to it, is being like, Lawrence, no. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I, I took a cucumber. <laughs> and yes... Ladies, I can handle a cucumber. Oh boy. No. Truth Corner, when media, there was a, a store called Media Play. I don't know if it was national or not, but they went out of business and they had all these sound effects CDs like on sale for like a buck and I bought them all. What, can, what is that listed under? Fellatio. Oh, okay. Did you get like the, the porn CD? Was a, there was a sex one, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh. I've never had a blowjob that was... That's like the Tiny Toons version of a blowjob, though. Oh, it's totally <laughs> Like, if somebody was that animated, I'd, I'd probably just, my dick would just fall over. Like, <laughs> excuse me? I'd laugh. My dick would laugh. Are you from the Acme Horror in <laughs> Division of Prostitutes? Because Acme blowjobs. <laughs> Big googly eyes shooting out. Oh, <laughs> Unless I was a cartoon wolf, I'm not really gonna blow up, bust a nut. So, yeah. Oh god. God damn it. Uh, it's like getting a the one that really bothers you guys is cunnilingus. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it's like yep, that's the one. Because that's that's another like cartoon dude, just like <laughs> like I, I just picture his tongue like <laughs> I, Gene Simmons just lick it up. Just going oh, yeah. to town. Oh god. All right. Oh. Poor dog just got all yad in the ears. <laughs> he doesn't care. No. Lando wants to like lick himself. He's fine. That's kind of noises. Yeah. yeah. Good job, Lando. So uh, that rumor about this guy that got bit by a spider spread through locally. So that's kind of like your. I hear there's bobbly headed melon heads in the woods around Elegant County. <laughs> <laughs> that big-headed guy said we were wrong, so <laughs> let's just continue on our way. Now, there are rumors of some sort of vampire on the loose continued to permeate the area as well, and panic increased until one month after the first killing. Residents of the apartment block heard the frenetic screams of a girl emanating from the elevator and contacted the police. Horrified authorities would discover the corpse of a 13-year-old girl trapped within an elevator that was stuck... <laughs> Stuck between the fourth and fifth floors of the building. Once again, the body of the girl was found drained of blood and with bruised yellow puncture marks on her booby. Ooh. So he's a boob man. I guess. I mean... Oh, I'm sore and bruised everywhere. I don't really think... I mean, most vampires, they have the, like, I'm a sexy vampire. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they necessarily, like, look at They're anything. They're not, though. I mean, maybe they good looking, but, man, they open their mouth and you get that penny smell on their breath. Yeah. 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 It doesn't make sense. But I don't know necessarily if the boob is the right way to go when it comes no. to blood. I think you want to go for an artery. Yeah. Which is why typically it's always the neck. Yeah. And it makes sense. But whatever. I mean. What do I know? <laughs> My vampiring is really... Nil. Yeah. So the second death reinvigorated rumors. So after the the guy that they were like, oh, it's spider, and then this girl yeah. in the elevator, and like, no, it's vampire. You know, next, I mean, we're gonna get down to werewolves, I'm sure. So for their part, the authorities 
purportedly tried to downplay the incident, claiming that the girl had died of a heroin overdose, despite the fact that no syringe had been found in the vicinity and that the victim's parents denied that she ever had done drugs. Locals were unconvinced and insisted that some maniac or supernatural creature was on the loose in order to try and curb the sinister rumors, quell the growing unrest that the crimes were causing, and put everyone at ease. A detective and police sergeant were allegedly assigned to spend several days regularly riding up and down in the crime scene elevators at all hours. Can you <laughs> oh imagine goodness. doing that for your job? Yep, going up. We are going up, brother. Yeah, we're going down. Yep, we're going down, brother. In Soviet Russia, elevator rides you. Soviet Russia, if you're lucky, elevator go down on you. <laughs> no need for me to hit the button. I mean, I've heard it so many times, I can almost mimic the sh- yep. Isolate that. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Um, it is said that one such patrol, the elevator suddenly stalled between the fifth and sixth floors and lights went back, went black, forcing the two men to use their flashlights. Even at this point, the policemen were not particularly particularly armed, which doesn't make sense. If you're a cop, you should always have a sidearm. Well, I guess I might run into a vampire, but what do I need? Some garlic, I guess. I've, I've got garlic on my pastrami, brother. And a steak. In Russia, pastrami eats you. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> he heard one joke and rode off with it. Apparently... The two men became alarmed when they heard an odd clicking noise from above them and trained their flashlights up towards a, to catch a glimpse of a dark square where a roof panel had become dislodged. It was from here that the strange sound was coming, and after a moment of training their flashlights on the hole, they supposedly noticed a furry head. Lando. A furry. It was a furry. He was lost on his way to a convention. <laughs> or maybe it was a monkey. Shock the monkey. In Kiev, shock the monkey, Russia. Who knows? Maybe it was. Maybe it was a, a weird-looking face dog with, like, double jowls, which would have been scary as fuck, actually. In order to test out this theory, the detective allegedly turned off his flashlight and what's, whatever it was shifted and moved, revealing itself to be an enormous spider. With three with legs three feet long. Whoa. It's Pennywise. Spoiler alert, but yes. For a 30-year-old movie? I I'm not mad. I'm just throwing it out there for the guy that's like, oh god damn it. And he throws his copy of it in the sewer. And that's where Pennywise chucks it. back it says, at him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what the I don't want this fucking book. We all float down here. Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> Of course. Now, bathed in darkness, the creature is then said to have descended into the elevator and proceeded to attack the sergeant, biting him over and over and over again. According to the story, the emergency response team arrived to find the sergeant dead from blood loss and the spider's leg quivering on the floor. So he actually was able to shoot one of the legs off. (laughs) This whole account is a wild tale to be sure, and it's hard to know just how much truth is to it. According to the stories, the whole incident was supposedly covered up by authorities, but it managed to leak to a Turkish newspaper. As outlandish and exciting as such stories are, the reality is that although there have been mutations witnessed in the local wildlife of the Chernobyl region, nothing seems seen so far has been so spectacular as these tales. Most of the changes are mundane things such as birth defects, decreased litters, and rodent populations, and some health problems. But for the most part, 
The flora and fauna of the area are not as devastated as one might think, and there certainly has been no official reports or hard evidence of supersized monsters. In many ways, with the absence of human activity, some species have actually been better off. Hmm. Oh, you mean to tell me that insects, rodents, and animals are actually better off than us just like making like cement roads and like dumping dirty diapers and throwing cigarette butts everywhere and shitting everywhere and coming everywhere? I mean, well, that's what we do as humans, right? I mean, <laughs> we're basically like oversized bunnies when yeah. it comes to shitting and fucking everywhere. Dude, at the same time, moment of honesty. If you're lucky. Moment of honesty before <laughs> moment of honesty before we take a break. Oh boy. In our male prostituting jobs, mm-hmm. oh boy. have you while out on the route heard people having sex? Yes. Yes. I had a Prostitute receipt to be had to be signed. (laughs) (laughs) And there was a window open. Oh, yep. Yep. And um, so I ring the doorbell and uh, I hear a. (laughs) (laughs) She dropped something. She dropped something. I think it was one of those personal massagers that, oh, you know, you see the old yeah. ladies use them on their neck in the <laughs> right, magazines. Yeah. I think you're right. I think so. Oh, I, think I feel bad for ruining her. <laughs> oh, <sighs> she, she comes out and says, fine, motherfucker. She like pulls she, on no, She was out in a row, but yeah, yeah, but she was like very, um, let's get this done with. Let's, yeah. let's hurry this transaction. Yeah, up. The, 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 the muffins are in the oven. Mm-hmm. Everything's well, cooking like, right. Speaking as a woman, too, it already takes you half an hour to get there. And then as Whoa. soon as you're like, bup, 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 and if you lose it, good mm-hmm. luck getting it back. It's like starting to walk up the hill again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had the I, same thing. Actually, I was walking down the street. Not not the same. <laughs> <laughs> Someone knocked on his door. Dildo just shot out of a window. She's like, oh, God damn it. I had butter on my hands. She <laughs> shot it. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> She shot it out. The yeah, door. it was weird. He knocked was, on the door and just. Yeah, I was. Whoa. <laughs> it just like landed in my mouth. <laughs> I got I it. Like that. <laughs> I got it for you. It's just shaking. Just, just, <laughs> just. They call me Jitter <laughs> So I was walking. I was walking down the street and somebody had their window open and 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 somebody. I don't know what was going on, but. Somebody was taking somebody to Flavortown upstairs <laughs> and me and a couple of crosswalkers on the street, we all stopped and we were like, like Japanese schoolgirls, like laughing, applaud them just like, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I almost turned to that because the, her O sound was so intense. Like somebody was up there. Like we definitely know it wasn't me. <clears throat> it's, it sounded like a sex scene from like a, like a crazy, like, overly dramatic porno that for no reason has just like the most inf- I mean I've heard oh sounds from girls no. before but this is like excuse yeah. me who's up there I think right it now? Ours sounds like a seal being attacked by a killer whale <laughs> my oh sounds my, uh, uh, or your ours <laughs> yeah <laughs> What was the episode where you were like, "That's I think that's your O sound. I can't remember what it was, but it was great. I was wondering why she was calling you Killer Whale when we were hanging yeah, out the other day. Right. Shamu. It's a great nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Point is, I got to go on a diet. 
Oh, God. We hope you guys all have a O sound that you love. Send in your O sound. To Ryan. No, don't Straight send to it his in. inbox. Join our close Facebook Tag him in it on Twitter. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway. <laughs> live video for Ryan. No. Yeah. Send it to me. I'll put it on the soundboard. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. <laughs> not single dad 2018. I'm rad dad 2018. I get enough O sounds in my life. Now on this Ooh, show today, you're Vlad dad 2018. I am Vlad dad. <laughs> I'm blood dead. So we're going to take a break. We're going to listen to a scientist talk about insects and shit. That's weird. And when we come back, I got an interesting article that kind of debunks this whole creatures thing. Okay. But who knows? There may still be a three foot legged spider out there. We'll see you on the other side. All right. Well, it looks like a nice spider web over here. Let's see if we can't catch this on film. Um, we missed it up a little bit. You know, what was invisible now becomes visible. Nice. Yeah, that's perfect. Yep. Uh, yeah, this, this one's sitting in, and being bathed in about 45 microsieverts per hour, plus or minus, which is pretty darn radioactive. In 1986, an explosion and fire at the nuclear reactor in what was then the Soviet Union in Chernobyl, Ukraine, launched a plume of radioactive fallout that rendered a large swath of the region here uninhabitable. Since then, the creation of a thousand square mile exclusion zone prohibiting human activity has led some to declare the area a restored Eden, brimming with wildlife. But for more than a decade, Timothy Mousseau, an American scientist, has conducted an extensive biological survey here, and his studies have shown that life has been far more slow to recover than previously believed. It's a perfect area for biological studies because we see a diversity of of plants and animals. It's one of the hotter areas uh, in the Chernobyl zone, and so... From our previous work, we know that this, this level of, of chronic exposure is above that that most species will tolerate. Uh, this year we've been looking at the small rodents, we've been looking at spiders. Earlier this year we were here working with the birds. We found that the abundance of many species of birds are depressed in these areas of high contamination, leading to an overall decrease in the biodiversity on the order of you know, 50% fewer species in hot areas than there should be uh, if, there had, if there wasn't radioactivity in the area. Mousseau says he has seen much higher frequencies of tumors and physical abnormalities, like deformed beaks among birds, compared with those from uncontaminated areas. He has measured declines in populations of insects and spiders. And yet, in a recent paper released last month, Mousseau has also shown that some birds here may actually be adapting to high rates. Spider-Man, just whatever a spider can, spins a web any size, catches seeds just like flies, look out, here comes a Spider-Man, is he strong, listen bud, he's got radioactive blood, can he swing from a thread, take a look over here. 
Welcome to your second segment, ladies and gentlemen, full of the segments you know and love. We're getting down on it. So, <clears throat> guys, I feel like we came out of that segment thinking, like, Jesus, big bugs are scary. Well, relativelyinteresting.com has a breakdown about the truth behind Chernobyl's myths, rumors, and legends. Now, they say no one discounts the shock and anxiety that the Chernobyl disaster of 1986 caused for the world. After all, the radioactivity unleashed was multiple times more than Hiroshima and Nagasaki. So there was very good reason for concern. Scientists have since conducted research on the contaminated areas, like we heard from the fellow in the middle there who's talking about mutated beaks on birds and stuff like that. And they've seen mild and severe cases to determine the long-term effects of such an exposure to animal life. No doubt there were animal mutations, but did these mutations create terrifying monsters with incredible strength and killing power that we see in pop culture media? Once the forced evacuations of some 336,000 humans was complete, actually some 300 people did not evacuate and continue to live in the contaminated area. FYI. I'm not leaving my country. That's what they said. Mm -hmm. The topography became a wasteland of sorts. In the short term, nothing really thrived. Gradually, however, researchers ventured out to collect data and discovered increasing populations of animal and plant life. Their findings provide information that clearly belies all the predictions of horror. On farms in Narodiki, Ryan of Ukraine, for instance, in the first four years after the accident, roughly 350 animals were born with gross deformities such as missing or extra limbs, missing eyes, heads or ribs, or deformed skulls. Take, for example, a piglet that there is pictured above. Now, I can show this to you, but I don't want you guys to have nightmares, but I guess I'll just do it anyways. Okay. Oh, that's so metal. This is a little piglet that was born. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. Poor thing. Looks, looks like a hairless like a, Lando. Looks like a pig's pig and a spider mask, like mashed together. So it's kind of like an insecto pig. That's what the guy says. Hmm. Cool. There's no shortage of claims for Chernobyl mutant animals. One simply has to do a Google image search to see pages. Also, if you go on YouTube, like that's all it is. It's just look at this creepy shit we saw in Chernobyl. And then, like, you see, like, Spawn. <laughs> You're like, oh, cool, Spawn, the comic book characters mm -hmm. in Chernobyl. And then they show another image, and it's, like, a weird image that they took and, like, altered from Godzilla. You're like, come on, guys. I know you're bored at home. I get bored, too. Then I smooch my lady. Now wake up. <laughs> Obviously, the majority of the images are fakes. Either not from Chernobyl, from video games or movies, or photoshopped. So what's the deal? Natural selection seems to be at play here. If indeed there were horrible animal mutations of the monster's type, they are not seen today. Animals with severe mutations that impaired their life to a significant degree, especially those with abnormalities that increase the difficulty or an inability to adapt and reproduce, tend to be weeded out of the population, just like our friend the insecto pig above, who is dead, by the way. That was a dead insecto pig. Today, observations and population counts show ever-increasing and thriving populations of native animals. 
bird of all varieties, deer, elk, boar, wolves, horses, small rodents, and insects. While research has confirmed that their internal radiation levels are relatively high, there do not appear to be gross physical mutations. Now, when it... (coughs) You got an April sneeze. Excuse me. She's allergic to bullshit, and I get that. (laughs) So... I had wanted to go into this thinking that there were a bunch of X-Men around, people flying. Uh-uh. Didn't quite happen that way. Now, rodents, for example, have shorter lifespans and smaller litters. Some beetles have shorter horns, swallows have smaller brains, and some animals exhibit alb- albinism, so it's like discoloration. Mm-hmm. Or... These are conditions which may not impact... Their ability to survive and thrive in general, the animal populations look somewhat normal despite the radiation levels that persist. With the human population virtually gone, it appears that animals have found a sanctuary of sorts. So in a way, you know, the creatures have come back to roost and, hmm. you know, there's not a bunch of humans throwing throwing <laughs> diapers and empty vodka bottles on the side of the road. In this quote-unquote wasteland, they have found a relatively safe environment, one that is not ravaged by the incursion of human destruction. Many now actually see the Chernobyl environment as a living and growing animal sanctuary, which is good. And I think we need those. I think we need sanctuaries for Mm -hmm. animals and wildlife. And I'm glad that there's still some in my home state here in Michigan. Like when I drive up north and I see the the big ones in, in along the coast or even up near the UK or UK, UP. Gee, you're driving the wrong way, brother. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so this area is huge. It's 30 kilometers in all directions from the site and is known as the zone of alienation. With, while some researchers have pointed to lower animal populations in these areas to be the result of contamination, others suggest that animals simply choose the best environment or habitat and therefore increasing the net number of biomass in the area. For all the dire predictions and for all of the rumors and myths of monstrous creatures existing in and around the area of the Chernobyl disaster, research and resulting data point a very different picture. There is simply no evidence, according to this article by RelativelyInteresting.com, of monsters popularized in video games and horror movies. Now, when it comes to video games and horror movies, there's only one man I turn to. And all the things that deal with pop culture. It's time for the pop culture Josh time. It's time for the pop culture minute with Josh. Sonic Boom! All right, guys, I'm going to keep this short and sweet. So I have a couple movies. First one, I admittedly I have not seen, but I know Ryan probably has, and that is a good day to die hard. Yes, in which I guess during the movie they do go to Chernobyl. Yeah, um, this is I think the fourth one. I'm not sure if it's I, there, the, at this point it's hard to dis- differentiate the the movies because they have no like. One, two, three, four. No. Mm-hmm. It's like Die Hard 1, Die Hard 2, and then it's like Die Hard with a Vengeance. Die Hard, live long, die hard, die hard. Maybe I'm going to die today, die hard. <laughs> long day to die hard. Dying hard, dying, trying, dying, dying, dying. Like, they just come up mm-hmm. with weird names. At the Pep Boys trying to buy a Die Hard battery. 
That's it's Larry, a very boring one. It's a Larry offshoot fan yeah. movie. <laughs> now, a movie that I have seen with April actually is called The Chernobyl Diaries. Oh, I saw. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because that is literally like the third or fourth thing every time I was searching articles for Chernobyl online. Yeah, it's it's a. I would say it's a pretty good film. Yeah, I, I mean, considering what we watched it one on like Netflix. Yeah, we watched um, it on Netflix. It's a, it's a found footage movie, right? Yes. Yep. Um, I don't know. I'd give that a solid like seven out of ten. Yeah. I, like I'd watch it again. When it comes to like B-rate horror flicks, this is actually a pretty decent one. Uh, we went into it with low expectations, and we were impressed. Yeah, they. I mean, they had the like this kind of like the zombie thing happening. Uh, at one point, we see a bear that's kind of mm-hmm. like a radioactive bear. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> that's one. That's a movie I, I personally would recommend. That's a San Francisco, a gay San Francisco nuclear power plant. Ah, guy, right? Got it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, and of course, there's. I, I couldn't talk about Chernobyl if I didn't mention games and specifically Metro, the Metro series. Great, great series. I Which, actually really like. I think that's like a um, underappreciated series too because it's not very big, but it's super fun to play and the story is great. Like the the uh, the, the the storytelling in it is really fun. Like if you're a guy who's a fan of Bioshock, you should check it out. Right. And as Ryan had mentioned already, of course, uh, the Stalker yeah. games are up there. But more than anything, and I know this is kind of a stretch, but that's okay because I don't have many opportunities to talk about this. Lovely. When it comes to games involving Fallout and Radiation, oh. of course, I can't help but not talk about one of my favorite game series of all time, and that's Fallout. Love it. Uh, by Bethesda. Larry, did you play Fallout? Yeah. Which like four four okay? What did you think of four? It was fun. Yeah, they had a lot of build. That was kind of the big thing. Bu- was the building. building thing, yeah. And Fallout seventy six is coming out here rather soon, actually. Mm-hmm. But uh, great games, even though it's kind of based all over. But and then I can't. I had my. <laughs> I had something pulled up, but I I apparently lost it. There's actually a TV series that's going to be made about Chernobyl. It's in production right now. Oh, cool. And it will be coming out as of next year. And it has one of the um, Skarsgård family members in it. One that I didn't recognize, but the last name I I did. Biff Skarsgård. Yeah, I know him. (laughs) Uh, It it could have been Bill for all I know. Or John or... Biff. It's Biff. Why not? It's Biff. You know, and he'll star in the next Fallout with 79. Stephen Baldwin. Indeed. And that has been your pop culture, folks. I always like the music you play during the pop culture. Mm-hmm. I always seek it out. It's kind of a retro 80s. I love it. Very, 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 very much. So, Josh has done his due diligence and given us that great pop culture insight. I'm excited to see what they do with the Chernobyl show mm-hmm. with Biff Skarsgård. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for us to find out these answers from Yahoo. Yahoo. <laughs> 
Well, uh, of course, we talked about our radioactive spider friend uh, in the first segment. So I, I decided to pose a question on Yahoo Answers. This user wrote, dude, like, what happens when you get bitten by a radioactive spider? My brother said he did and turned into Spider-Man for the night. That's, like, totally cool. Maybe I should hunt for radioactive spiders. User Yolanda wrote, Haha, nah, you're not Spider-Man, but if you can climb up the walls, then I'd suggest washing your hands. They're just sticky. You could kill Superman as long as he doesn't make the Earth spin backwards again to turn back time and stop the kryptonite radioactive spider from biting you in the first place. Be sure to watch out for that plastic Superman symbol he throws from his chest. Mixing DC and Marvel. Criminal. Uh, An anonymous user wrote, It will make all spiders fall in love with you. Pretty soon you will have hundreds of spiders on top of you trying to mate with you. If you get pregnant because one of those low-life spiders didn't use protection, then your baby will be like Spider-Man. You're sitting there and you're like, all right, not between those legs. Nope, not between those legs. Nope, (laughs) not between those legs. Your brother... I found it! Your brother is lying. He just got raped by spiders and doesn't want to admit it. What the fuck is a spider going to rape somebody? I have no Tie idea. Tie open the webs. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess you're into, like, agent, right? spider fanfic. Yeah, like, it's probably porn. Yeah, I'm, it's, yeah. It's out there. I'm sure. I'm sure. Rule 34. Uh, <laughs> and another anonymous user wrote, I think I saw this in a movie once. I think it's fatal. You should rush your brother to the hospital immediately or call 911. I believe it caused hypothermia, pneumonia, high chance of cancer, delusional state, and immediate belief of being an arachnid. Debbie Downer. Right? Um, The UK goddess wrote, You morph into Spider-Man. I wouldn't recommend searching for them. Do you know how much the dry cleaning bill is for that suit? (laughs) Okay. Uh, (laughs) User Papa McCain wrote, Actually, that happened to me. I started shooting sticky webbing out of my... Well, let's just say my wife doesn't have to worry about her period anymore. Good lord. He's <laughs> feeding the ducks. Yep. Uh, user Smooth Liar wrote, I heard that it makes your urine, your urine glow in the dark. Mm. Sky Blue wrote, you become even more loopy than normal. Uh, girly Girl Wants Thursday wrote, dude, you grow a really big one. Okay. Oh. Anybody know where there's any spiders? Radioactive ones? No. Ryan doesn't need one. Bite my dick. Bite it. <laughs> Make it big. God damn all. Uh, and then the last user, Johnny Blazing, wrote, "You die of radiation. You get cancer and die. You die. R.I.P. Oh, rest in peace. Yeah. Oh, thanks for the send off, buddy. Right. Uh, so yeah. Nice. Those well, are your Yahoo answers. Yeah. <laughs> It is time for us to give a verdict in one well-warmed corner because somebody's making the walls per four podcasters you trust with your life. In the other corner, a bunch of radiation and a big spider with glowing fangs. Oh, God. (laughs) Don't touch it. 
Anybody got any raid? I have a cup we can put over it. Until the husband comes home. Because we're afraid of spiders. Okay, guys. We need to figure out... Do we think there's monsters and real monsters in Chernobyl? <laughs> Do we think that maybe there's a huge three foot legged spider biting people, sucking their blood? Maybe it's a vampire. Maybe it's a stalker. Maybe it's a weird creature we haven't identified yet. It's definitely not me. Oh, yeah. Juice, you're out. You go back to prison. <laughs> you fucking douche. Love you, Larry, though. So. We need to figure it out. What is it? Is it just... Who knows? Josh, start us off. Well, honestly, I do not think Aragog is roaming the wastelands of Chernobyl. It's obviously in the forest by uh, Hogwarts. So I'm going to say that I don't believe there are any monsters or anything of that nature in Chernobyl, I think that uh, the the obvious thing here is there is radiation poisoning and it's causing birth defects. It's causing cancer. That is that is obvious. Uh, our little spider pig here uh, went on to live with Homer, and so nothing funny is happening outside of just extreme radiation poisoning. Right on. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. I think the uh, the idea that there's anything. That mutated that's currently living in Chernobyl is pretty ridiculous. Um, I mean, obviously, there's there were people who suffered from radiation poisoning, but I think uh, that's kind of as far as it went. Agreed, Lawrence. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not buying the whole. I mean, scientifically, it doesn't even make sense that something would turn that big or small. It's just going to have deformities. Yeah, like a you know. I do like the idea of a six-dicked fish, though. Yeah. All of them around its face, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's uh, that's what you get when you come to the uh, Shoop Kitchen studio with your man Ryan here. I mean, that's that's what I come up with when I when I think X-Men and silliness. Question about the, disc, the dick fish, though. Are they erect dicks or are they flaccid dicks? Four erect and then one flaccid. <laughs> that's its nose. That makes- that's the rudder. Yeah. <laughs> How you steer. <laughs> At least one European uncircumcised. Oh, okay. Perfect. Yep. For sure. Aerodynamic. Mm -hmm. Yes. Aerodynamic. Um, I'm going to go with a lot of what I, what Larry said. Um, I believe that this is something that obviously it gets, it gets expanded, expanded upon because it's, it's so fantastical. It's easy to write a creepypasta about. I get that. There's definitely mutations, but look, here's the sad fact of things. Nuclear power is a really intense thing, and it creates all of these amazing and horrible diseases, transformations. It's scary. And the truth of the fact is, is that in this... This was a super interesting thing for us to cover, but on the same, it also was something that was just like, it happens. And it's, we're we're like 10 out of 10 due for another one of these things. Even after Japan just had its big meltdown, these things happen. It's going to happen in the future. It's only getting worse. There's every like 100 miles, there's another nuclear power plant next to a water source. At this point, 
Well, I don't know if it's... I tend to feel that nuclear... Now, when it goes wrong, it goes wrong. It's like flying a plane. When it goes wrong, it goes wrong, but they don't have this high rate of failure. Mm-hmm. Understood. But in the same, when it goes wrong, it goes very horribly wrong. That's the it's, thing it, you got to take. Like, oh, it doesn't happen that often, but it's like still, it's a, a devastating thing to have happen. Well, after Chernobyl and three mile more recently Island. in Japan in 2011 or 2012, oh. we've had new systems set up. Three of them that you can list. Yes. So, I. I worry about this stuff. I do. As a, as a father of three, this is something that scares me. I just want everything to go sm- smooth. Oh, nuclear reaction meltdown. Now I'm a father of three and a half. <laughs> this is your... It's my son. He's got six dicks. <laughs> His name is Flappy. Never been prouder dad. Mm-hmm. Rad dad 2018. Thanks, buddy. Throwing out my hashtag. All right, folks. Obviously, it's just a bunch of sad birds. And insects. And that's it. That's been your verdict. All right, folks. You know what time it is. Well, we haven't decided what time it is. It's quizzical time. Is it? Do we want to play Cryptid Maker or do we want to play... Oh, the 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 myth game. I feel like people like our cryptid maker a lot mm-hmm. because we haven't done that we, in a while. We have a T-shirt to promote at the mm-hmm. end of this, so let's. I made a cryptid. Is that what? Is that what? The yes, drop is? I did a cryptid. I did a cryptid. I did a cryptid. It sounds like the kid like. It's like the kid from, like, The Shining. (laughs) Oh, boy. Ah, the amazing things you can do with the audio editing. That's right. Lawrence is the man behind it. And the funny man behind all the things. I guess he's a pretty mixed up from Asher. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Then uh, no need to shuffle. Thanks, child. Yeah, thank you a lot, Asher. Thanks, boy. Give Asher some props on the shuffle. He's doing work for the Beer City Media. Mm -hmm. Pretty sure we're violating children labor laws here. Child labor laws. That's okay. He got his pancake payment. Yep. Okay. I'm going to deal out two cards. You're going to make a cryptid out of the mother effer. That's right. All right. So, Larry is currently dealing us cards. We're, We're... if you haven't been a part of this in the past, we get two animals, and then from that we make our own cryptid. And granted, like I said, this is a cryptid slash conspiracy episode, so it's a bit of a crossover, but it'll be fun to do this because the last time we had a Godiger, we'll see what we'll come up with today. It'll be interesting to see what you guys think, and also, please become part of our fan group because we've got... We've got the vote for who wins this to come this week. So, oh my God. (laughs) This is some fuckery right here. Okay. This will be interesting. All right. All right. So, who would like to go first? Oh, we start with the the host. The host host with the most? Okay. Larry, you're playing too, right? All right. So, all you team. Got my cards. All you team Larry guys. He's in it. In it to win it. Okay. So, I've got a sea turtle and a chicken. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm going to call this a turkin. And basically, this thing just lays eggs. Lots of eggs. <laughs> also swims and wakes everybody up with a nice, firm cock-a-doodle-doo. As far as its superpowers, uh, it has the ability to wake you up before you go-go. But also talk slowly. Hey, wait a minute. Try cow, not turkin. Cow diabetes. Goddamn chicken. The turkin the turkin is only live only lives in Guam. That's it. Plays <laughs> <laughs> likes to play rummy. That's about it. Turkin. Josh, what do you got? I have a grouper. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> and a wolf. Ah, what? Ah. Is that a fish and a wolf? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A tasty fish. So mm-hmm. I'm going to call it the Grolf. <laughs> the Grolf. Oof. It plays guitar and sings. Um... So this Grolf, it's a badass motherfucker that can breathe in regular oxygen and underwater. It its superpower is that it's well, it's a hermaphrodite, so that's kind of metal, I guess. You can change your sex, <laughs> take and, it and leave it. Yeah, in any way you want. Um, and yeah. It, it can you can have sex with it because it can be a male or female. The Grolf. Interesting metal. Okay. Plays, the plays in a band called Foof Fighters. Foof Dave Grolf. <laughs> nice April. Well, I have a dolphin and a red spotted newt. <laughs> so oh, we're great. gonna we're gonna call this guy the red spotted newfin. Newfin, Jerry. <laughs> Hello, Newfin. Um, so the red spotted Newfin, uh, ironically, has all, uh, has gills and a blowhole mm. for excellent breathing, both underwater and on land. Fun fact: I have a blowhole too. <laughs> it's called a anus. Yep. Uh, the Newfin After Taco Bell. can have parts of its body lopped off and it will grow back. That's, that's its superpower. That's, that's a good superpower. It is. Um, likes fish. Very smart. Uh, also is one of the only animals to have sex just for fun. Mm. Ooh. Good for, good for the Newfin. Yeah. The red spotted. The red Newfin. spotted Newfin. Okay. We may want to get that check spot out with all that sex you're having. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I have a spade foot toad and a snake. Ooh, interesting. I'm excited to hear about this one. Well, what are we going to call this? The the snake foot toad. <laughs> it is a toad with snake feet. Oh my Wait, god. But how the hell do you get around like that? The feet work like a snake. Do you bounce? You no, know, he you, just wiggles. He just wiggles a through toad the sand. That wiggles. Yes, that wiggles seems creepy. It's yeah. almost like a tank tread. I'm picturing like a Gumby <laughs> stop. I'm picturing like a Gumby stop motion with a weird frog with like a glazed, like googly eye face. <laughs> it's like you're right on. Yeah, perfect. You nailed it. 
<laughs> and these <laughs> is superpowers. You get high as fuck if you lick them. Nice. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's my favorite so far. <laughs> good job. Because that is actually a good self defense. So put it in your mouth and they get high as fuck. They're not gonna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're not Unless gonna. Me. Because you're gonna start thinking about like existential <laughs> crises in yeah. your life and like look at them and be like, okay, little Gumby frog, go go away. <laughs> Go travel back to Amazon or wherever you came from. Yeah. So uh, when we post this, we'll have the have your votes for, for the, the Turkin, the Grolf, and the Red Spotted Newfin, and the Snakefoot Toad. And that has been I did equipped. All right, folks. Well, it's been a fun day. We got together in the Shoop Kitchen Studio. And we made sweet, sweet noises with our mouses. Mouses? Mouth. With our mouses, yes. <laughs> I play the uh, slap mouse. All right, this is beer four, squeaky, so squeaky, it's squeak, understandable. Squeaker. Can I just point out, sorry, this is a real random uh-huh. off side thing. The wolf in this picture that was yeah. on Josh's card looks like it's getting a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> Look is, at it, though. Yeah, yep. yep, 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 yep. post that. That's a, yep, that's a, yeah, that'll go on our face. Well, I was going to say face. face. That's an O face if I've ever seen oh, one. Oh yeah, yep, that's yep, a wolf O face. Wolf O face for sure. Wolf face. All right. Well, <laughs> bad joke. I know you're. <laughs> I know you guys are getting sad because we're almost done, but we got to do a quick run. <laughs> that's what I sound like. How did you get that audio? Uh I recorded you in Chicago when you were beaten off. <laughs> mm. That's was- in the bathroom, right? You, yeah, that's where you asked me to set up the recorder. He went to deliver your mail and your window was open. Your window then, was a, a, then a vibrator a threw out? Dildo flew out. <laughs> Josh, where are you when you're not here? Off-tempo oh. podcast. That's our music history podcast. And you can find that on Tuesday morning on Facebook and Podbean and Spotify. Hmm. April? Of course, if you like me and Larry and Josh, you can find the three of us on the Potty Slam podcast, a wrestling history podcast where we tell stories from the locker room and beyond. I'm about due to visit you guys. So you are. You should come, you should come for the next one. It'd be, it'd be fun to come on. I like doing those. And of course, if you love baseball history, you can check out ephispodcast.net for all your baseball history needs. Highly recommended. Marty's one of my best buds. Mm-hmm. He's a at Conspiracy T Show on Twitter. Conspiracy Dude. Therapy. Like us on Facebook. Join our closed group. We have a good group of people that mm-hmm. interact daily. I want to give a special shout out to John, who's been doing the memes pretty hard lately. Yeah. And I love it. He's he's making me smile on a daily basis. Also, if you would like, check out our shop dot spreadshirt.com slash conspiracy therapy podcast because as it turns out there could be a go to shirt coming mm-hmm. your way maybe a team larry club yes shirt uh-huh. who knows we've got special things happening we also got comic-con coming up so i want to give a heads up for that in the future if you're in the area you can actually come and meet us we'll be there and we sure. would love to slap a high five and maybe mm-hmm. Slam some suds later on. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Red Dead 2018 has no rules. And that's no, the thing. Nothing off the plate there. Indeed. I like smoking beer and drinking cigarettes. Mm. Smoking beer and drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I 
thought you did that on purpose. I now it seems by too. accident. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, here, let me light up this cigarette. <laughs> I like fingering cigarettes and drinking girls. I like smoking I girls and fingering cigarettes. I love drinking girls. Anyway, so there's also cons- uh, our email, conspiracytherapyshow at gmail.com. If you want to send us a quick, I don't know, recommend, tell us about your show. Tell, Ask us a question. I mean, guys, we're at the point now where we interact with you guys, Dale, and we love it. So it's it's nice that you love our show and you show your support and you guys have been great. I, I really don't have very much else, but I want to throw one last thing out. Twitch.tv slash Bobomay. That's Josh's PS4 gaming uh, streaming Twitch site. That is also where I am hoping to have a drunktacular post quiplash session with all of our fa- fine fans. And hopefully we can get some sort of video component up so that you can all see our sweet, sweet mugs while we're sipping suds and drinking vodka like the Russians. It'll be fun. Yeah. Yes, Larry. I never bring this up, but I just thought I'd throw that out there as a once in a while thing. At Beer City Media. Yes. I I've I have faltered on that. You should check out at Beer City Media like that because that's really the hub. I mean... Larry is the producer and the the main podcaster behind any, and everything Beer City Media, so he kind of controls that. But if anything new comes along, I mean, obviously every episode we're trying stuff out. We you know we don't want it to get boring in the sack, girl. Or That's right, boy, experiment, or boy. experiment, experiment a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are these? Oh, that looks like raisinets. No, that's anal beads, girl or boy. Josh's biggest fear is me putting a finger in his butt. Yeah, that. I'm never going to be able to eat raisinets ever again. Just saying. Okay. Well, hey, does anybody have anything they want to throw out there before we close this baby out? I do. Actually, I had another really weird experience um, in my outside of podcasting life because that exists. Um, (laughs) I was out with Asher, our youngest. Um, We go to this place where they give him toddler snacks and then they give us money for like taste testing the toddler snacks right Mm -hmm. and um i went to leave and i was stopped by um a woman who is actually in one of my mom groups and she goes you're you're april shoop right and i said yeah i am she goes yeah my husband listens to your podcast and he said um to tell the Illuma mommy you said hi so, Aww. hi, Josh, Josh Bishop. Um, I got your message, and hi back, and I'm really glad that you listen. And your wife is really nice, and I uh, took our son up to the, um, they do junior baby bears together, my son and his daughter. Very cool. So, hi. It's a small world. Zizis and baby. Yeah, for real. It's a, it's a small world, ladies and gentlemen, and we just, like, we love interacting with you guys, and as much as we love each other and we're all super, super close, like it's nice to get those little moments. And I, I appreciate that. So for real. thanks for listening guys. Publish- I pay extra for some handling. <laughs> <laughs> I would <laughs> That still stands. We'll see you next week on another episode of the conspiracy therapy podcast. Have a great one guys. Stop hitting with the monster man. It was a bad plan, but I had to get to town unbidden. But the way I found it was a hand came down and power got illuminated. Stop hitting with the monster.
Presentation of Beer City Media. 